Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Hey, fellow creepers, it's Lorraine. Just want to give a little refresher on what happened at the end of the episode last week. Sandy's family came looking for her at Gary's house. Gary is not too happy about that. He has Sandy write a letter. He has her touch all over it. And I guess we're going to see what happens from there. So let's get to it, you guys. Also be prepared because Leslie kind of does a squeal and it's really loud. Just a heads up. East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. podcast east coast creepin i'm linda i'm leslie and i'm lorraine we're three sisters from the baltimore maryland area there is a fourth sister and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series we are obsessed with true crime (laughs) paranormal and laughing join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the east coast just so you know we do not have a background in criminal justice criminal investigation medicine or psychology. This is just for informative purposes. Hey. <laughs> he went to New York to go. He went to New York oh to mail. Oh my God, I was going to ask that. <laughs> he left. He went from Philly to New York to mail it to her family to get them off his back. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Wow. That's not, okay. That's, that's kind of smart. That's smart. All right. He's yeah. smart. I mean, I, he's I, right. yeah, yeah, I yeah. know, I know. Okay. Well, yeah. Dude's a genius. Yeah. yeah. Genius. He, All right. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Okay. So, like, one of the big things <laughs> that, like, really threw her family off is, like, oh, why would she send us a letter, but she's not calling us? The cops still weren't helping with anything. Right. But they had the letter, so they were like, this has to pacify you because you have the letter. It's obviously in her handwriting. So, she did this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and all the cops and all the investigators were like, she's voluntarily missing. Like Linda said, like, she left She upped him. and went and got a new life in New York. And exactly, now she's okay. exactly. A few days before Christmas, they're in the hole and they heard Gary coming down the stairs with another girl who's screaming. Her name is Lisa Thomas. She's 19 years old. And she was kidnapped December 23rd, 1986. If you really want to know, Leslie, now it's a month later. It's, yeah, okay, thank, it's, you. <laughs> it's thank two, you. It's two days less than a month, and he has <laughs> three, three, three girls. women. Okay, yeah. three women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three women. So Leslie Thomas comes in. This is a quote from her. He took me to the City Line Avenue to TGI Fridays. He had a martini, and I had a cheeseburger and french fries. He then took me to Sears and Robux, and he told me to spend up to $50. Then he took me to his house on Marshall Street, gave me a beer, we was watching a movie, then we went upstairs, and then we had sex. Afterwards, he got up, he strangled me, I couldn't hardly breathe, 
And he told me that he could do whatever he want and that he's going to put me in handcuffs. And then he took me down to the basement. She says that. And like, it's a recording from a phone call and it sounds so scary. Like, but so he does the same thing to her. He puts the clamps and chains on her. And she said that like, you could basically count the links and everyone had the same amount of links. So it was wide enough for him to open your legs to. Right. Yeah. Okay. For the babies. Yeah. For, for the babies. <laughs> for the babies. Josephine says in the first month she was there, he raped her every single day. When Lisa came, it was every other day. So he was Lisa one day. Josephine. And then Sandy's just. And no, no, this is before. This is before. And then Sandy was like kind of intermittent-ish. Okay. Yeah. I, I really don't mean to laugh, but my whole thought process is like, how do you have enough energy for that? <laughs> I like mean, not, 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 <laughs> like I felt we so don't bad. have to get into that. Yeah, we don't. No, 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 no. no. Uh, like we're talking about this. Yeah, I mean, how does he have enough energy for any of this? He's literally a, a minister pa- yeah. of a church. He's kidnapping people. He's still holding church services on his first floor while these yeah, women okay, are in the basement. So I was gonna say, did we even talk no. about the fact that he this church is his house? He holds services. The services are right oh, above I, these women. I, yeah, like oh, I was gonna get to I, it. <laughs> I was gonna get to it, but like his, like when you walk in on the first floor, that's where he holds his church services, and then you go into the kitchen and downstairs, and that's where the women are. So this whole month that he's had like at least one to three women here, he's still holding church services every Sunday. Wow, and putting okay. them in the hole. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's lovely. He's he's keeper. Yeah, apparently. Oh. So on Christmas Day, he's like he told him it was going to be a really nice day. So he brought down a Chinese menu and they got takeout. He also gave them Pop Tarts for breakfast. I would never eat Pop Tarts ever again. And I love brown cinnamon sugar Pop Tarts. You can't even say that because it's not like Pop Tarts did it. Uh, <laughs> trauma. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about them eating the Pop-Tarts. Okay, no, continue. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about yourself. No, like, no, 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 no. So then... <laughs> I thought I thought the same thing. I thought she was not eating Pop-Tarts right? because of this. I mean, I don't eat Pop-Tarts anymore because dietarily I'm not allowed to eat Pop-Tarts. Anyway. Part-Tart. Part-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So now it's New Year's. Yay, it's a new year. It's a new day. So wait, who was the third chick? Lisa Thompson. Thomas. Lisa Thomas. Sorry. So now it is January 2nd, 1986. You ready? 87. 87. 87. I'm sorry. All right. I was like, hold up. My lazy eye went. We time traveling. (laughs) We time traveling. No. (laughs) So Deborah Dudley is kidnapped on January 2nd. Deborah Dudley. I'm sorry. <laughs> Monocle wearing motherfucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so New Year's. New, so January 2nd, it's New Year's. Okay. Um, he kidnaps Deborah Dudley. Uh-huh. And, of course, same shit as before. Yep. Throws her in the basement. Chains. Everything. 
And like at this point, the hole wasn't that big and he's at four women now. So he's trying to shove four women into this small hole. And then he like came to realize, oh, I can't fit them all in this hole. So they were taking turns once uh, Deborah got there. And it's like two in a hole, two not in a hole. Josephina says that Deborah was a firecracker. That's what she called her. She was like, she was a firecracker. So she's screaming. She's yelling. She's fighting for the moment she gets in there. Gary's beating the shit out of her because she won't shut up. Basically, right. That's like what he said. Like in the beginning of the oxygen uh, show, it's a clip of him. And he's just like, the investigator was like, so you would beat them and you would do these things to cause them harm. And he's like, yeah, so they would learn. I mean, I didn't want to cause them harm. I mean, I just, I just wanted them to learn. So like he was doing things to hurt them. So right. they would chill out. And he said he learned it while he was in Germany, while, while he was in the army. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he made a special device, especially for Deborah, because Deborah wouldn't chill out. He took a stick and put nails on one end and would beat her ass with it. Oh my lord. Yeah. He's fucking asshole. Like, I'm like, yo, I will fucking take that stick and knock your lopsided ass head with it, even though I didn't think it looked lopsided, but it is, apparently. And then <laughs> Jacqueline Askins was brought down not too long after. Hold on, let me scroll up because I can't. Wait, there's more. Oh yeah. This this Matt, I'm telling you, like, it gets crazy. So Jacqueline was brought down January 18th. Oh, my. Now he has five women. In the January bank. 18th. All January right. 18th. 16 days later, he gets Jacqueline. Basically, at this point, Josephine is kind of trying to tell them, like, you guys. You need to chill out, listen to what he's saying. Yeah, blah, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the only All way right. we're going to get out of here. Deborah's like, no, fuck you. I'm screaming. I'm trying to figure this out. Because, I mean, like... They're in the basement, and you can hear the cars going by because his house was basically, like, next to an alley. So people would walk up and down there. And not to mention, his nosy-ass neighbors always talking about how she used to hear him beating his wife. So why can't she hear the kid, the chick the screaming, in the, yeah. screaming in the basement? Let's Betty for you. What's her name, Betty? That was the wife. The wife. The wife was I thought, who Doris. Doris oh. the neighbor. <laughs> Doris is the neighbor. There's so many women right now. Okay. I know. There's a lot of women. All right. Doris. Doris is the nosy neighbor. All yeah. Right. We have one here called mm-hmm. Dumbass. <laughs> so Jacqueline gets taken down on the 18th. And, like, she's really cool. She's in the interview, too. I liked her. She has a very nice personality. But anyway, uh, Jacqueline says, he told me to get, he would give me money to go with him for a half an hour. We would go to his house, and we were playing these video games. It was Dig Dug, and I had never played it before. You know how awesome that fucking video game is? Yeah, no, 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 no. he has, like, the big arcade thing of Dig Dug in his house, and then he starts choking her out while she's playing (laughs) Dig Dig Dug. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not funny, but, like, that, I was caught off guard. Like, it's it's totally not funny, but holy shit. Yeah, her first time ever playing Dig Dug, and she gets choked out by Gary Heidnick. I would be pissed. And then she was like, I saw these, um, he had like an axe and a mallet and stuff next to the fridge. And I'm like right there. And I'm like trying to break out of his arms, trying to grab them. But he knocked her out. 
and drug her down the stairs. Jesus. So she was like, I just wanted to beat his ass and I wanted to get out of there. Right. He took her to the basement. She comes to. He introduces her to Josephina, Lisa, Debbie, and Sandy, just like he did with every single other one of them. Hey, Jacqueline, this is uh, your roommates. (laughs) Yeah, basically. What a douchebag. Oh, but he had told Jacqueline that he needed to go to his house because it was his daughter's birthday. Josephina's birthday is the 19th. He kidnapped Jacqueline on the 18th. He bought a cake and Chinese food for Jacqueline's birthday. Are you kidding me? No. You said you watched this. I, she forgot. Remember. She doesn't remember. Yeah, it was like no. an epiphany and so now it's like all gone. He bought all this stuff so he could celebrate Josephina's birthday. Okay. She was like, I feel like at this point he was really starting to trust me. He bought me new slippers for my birthday. Like he bought her like these pink like slides for her birthday. You know, like mom changlas, like they just like the ones with like the fur. Mm-hmm. But he had bought some of those for her. And she was like, at this point, I felt like he was basically just putting a target on my back for the other women because, like, I'm following orders. He's treating me nicer than them. Like, he's giving me more food. And he's he would take her up once a week so she could just walk around the house and take showers. And all the other women are stuck downstairs. But that's because they're all screaming and acting crazy. I was going to say, she's, she's like, been telling them not to do yeah. that. So she's, like, so... trying to get them to, like, chill out. Right. Jacqueline's there for a little while. You're talking about Jacqueline? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't talk about this part yet. Okay. All right. So we're backtracking. Yeah. Well, no, like this is, this is the next part. It's still all of them in the basement. Gary, of course, would leave to go run errands and stuff. They had asked, Gary came down to the basement and one of the girls had asked him where he had been and why he had taken so long. And Gary's like, how do you know that I left the house? They were like, well, we can hear when you're walking around and we can hear when the door opens and closes and we can hear your car leaving. Like we can hear you coming and going. And he was like, okay, well, if you can hear me so well, I'm going to fix that fucking problem for you. He goes upstairs. He comes downstairs with a Phillips head screwdriver and starts smashing it into their ear canals. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. He starts smashing a Phillips head screwdriver. Oh my God. I don't even want to wear these headphones anymore. What? Yes. Yeah. Because he was like, now I'll fix your fucking problem for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. God, my body hurts right now. Yeah. That's, no, that's fucking sickening. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. He did it to all of them. So even though like Josephina is helping him, like at this point she's helping him like beat the other girls to like basically make him feel like she's on his side and like feeding into whatever psychotic plan he has of like a right. family. Oh, he my God. did it to all of them. <sighs> okay. My head hurts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like when he was doing that, Josephina said that he gagged all of them and just drove. Um, she said at first he tried using a little screwdriver and then he moved up to bigger ones. Ugh. Oh my god! And, and I, even, he, I can't I, even I, think like, I can't. of the pain. Like I, I don't want to. I okay. I'm gonna have to erase that from my memory. Yeah. Now. So then this time after that, it kind of calms down in the basement for a little bit because everyone's probably fucking traumatized just a little bit so it's it's (laughs) february now sandy did something to upset him and he was beating her constantly at this point and she was only eating bread and water like 
I remember how he was like, I have tears. And if you do something good, you get better figure than everyone else. Right. So she's back down to bread and water or crackers and water. Right. And he said that she was starting to eat really slowly and he kept hitting her telling her to hurry up and eat it. At this point, Gary kind of had it in his head that she wasn't feeling well because she was pregnant. So he's beating her because she's not eating. Okay. It doesn't make any fucking sense. In order to beat her better, he handcuffs her to a pipe that is on the ceiling. So she's handcuffed to a pipe on the ceiling and she's kind of like hanging down Mm -hmm. and he's beating her and yelling at her to eat. And like, you can like, they said that you could see her like trying to chew and like, she's trying to swallow and like, she couldn't and she spit the food back out because she's not feeling well. So Gary gets pissed and starts beating her even harder. And they're like kind of yelling at him to stop because she doesn't look good. And like, she didn't really look like she was breathing. Mm Mm-hmm. So at one point, like, he just finally, like, kind of snaps out of it because they're all yelling at him. He's, like, shaking her, and she's not moving. She's not doing anything. So he, like, undoes the handcuffs, and she just falls straight to the floor. What? She's dead. So she died. He died while because she wouldn't she wouldn't eat. <laughs> My emotions are, like, on higher. So, yeah. He took the chains off of her. He undid her little ankle thing. And he took her upstairs. At this point, they were like, we could all tell he was upset. And we're all upset because she's dead now. Like, this is all the girls talking. And they were so afraid that he was going to panic and take it out on all of them. But, like, he didn't come back down for a really long ass time. And they said they were sitting there and they're just like, okay, what do we do? Like, Sandy's dead. Right. That was Sandy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You said Sandy. Sandy's dead. The second one that he brought brought in. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Sandy's dead. They're just like, what do we do? And like Josephine at this time is like, I told you guys, you just need to like chill out and we just kind of need to try and do what he says. So we don't end up like that. As they're like talking about it and just like absorbing the fucking situation they hear an electric saw going off. Like, there's an electric saw running, and they're like, what the fuck is he doing? They don't know what the hell is happening. And then some time passes. There's this horrible fucking smell. The neighbor, Doris. 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 Not Betty. Yeah, not Betty. It's like, for three or four days, there's this terrible fucking smell. Like, you can smell it outside. Other neighbors are like, what the fuck is going on? Doris's dad lived down the street, and he was like, it smells like a dead fucking body. He literally said this. He was like, it smells like a dead fucking body. They kept calling the city. The city wasn't doing anything. They asked Gary, like, do you smell that? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I haven't smelled anything. The cops finally end up coming after four fucking days of this rancid smell. They all figured out it's coming from Gary's house. So the cops go to the door with Doris and Doris is like knocking on the door and Gary comes out, but he doesn't let them into the house. He steps out and closes the door behind him and the cops are like, what's going on? And he's like, I left a roast in the oven too long. I fell asleep and it burnt. And they're just like- For four days? Yeah. And they were like, okay. And they that was it? left. They, they left? fucking left. <laughs> no. They fucking left. And so everybody's complaining about this to the cops for four days, and then and then they leave? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because my, my roast burnt? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, like, the they said, like, the um one of the lawyers, like, for the case said, the reason they probably just kind of let it go is, like, I mean, you have this man who's obviously not letting you in his house. 
he blocked you from coming into his house and just tells you it's a roast. And they're like, well, I mean, it's just Gary, the minister. Right. Whatever. Right, right, right. Like, he's not going to lie to us. <sighs> Little did they know what was underneath the chapel yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jeez. So... <laughs> After those four days, Josephine says, like, Gary comes downstairs, and at this point, Debbie is still being Debbie. She's screaming, she's hollering. Gary's getting pissed because he's still dealing with, like, I killed Sandy. I have to do something about this. Debbie's acting up, and Gary ends up unchaining her and taking her upstairs. Debbie comes downstairs, and she looks fucking horrified. Like, she looks petrified, and everyone's like, what's wrong what happened are you okay what did he do to you like what happened and she was like he showed me sandy's heads cooking in a pot on the stove what and he told me that if you don't behave this is how you're gonna end up he had part of her ribs in the stove and he had some of her in the refrigerator yeah that god awful smell for four fucking days is because he was he's cooking her he's cooking her (laughs) okay (laughs) so yeah. What is wrong with this man? Everything. Everything. Every fucking thing. <laughs> that was that's that's her picture so far of Gary Hyde. Uh, okay, let me tell you. Okay, well we're gonna we're, is that is that where you're stopping it? No, but we're gonna show her. Well that's what end. I was gonna say. I was gonna I was gonna I, I have his I mean, picture pulled up. I have nothing except like little itty, itty bitty eyes and a misshapen head. This is the misshapen part right here. That's, <laughs> Dude, that's, that, that's not I, his hair fluff or anything. <laughs> that's his head. Because <laughs> I imagined him falling on his head and his child from the tree. He fell from the tree. Okay, yeah, yeah he, he fell from the tree. On March 18th, Gary went out. So it's a little while later. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So Sandy passed in February. Sandy died on February 7th, 1987. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 wait. February. Okay. February 7th. All right. So now it's March 18th. And Gary went out and he came back and the girls were making noise because Debbie, 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 Debbie's fighting with the other girls and they're trying to like come up with this whole plan to, like, escape, right? Debbie and Jacqueline, Jackie came up with this plan that, like, okay, you know, he lets you upstairs all the time to Josephine, and they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like, you're going to go upstairs. You're going to get something. And then when you guys come downstairs, you're going to knock him upside the head, and, like, we're going to just beat the shit out of him. And then Josephine's like, that's not going to work. He doesn't bring the keys down with him. He doesn't bring anything down with him. Like, he locks... It's fine. He Sorry. locks the door behind him, so like, how are we gonna get out here? We kill him. We're just stuck down here, right, with his dead body. Like, what? What good is that gonna do? So Gary kind of had a feeling that like there was a coup going on, right? So when he had recently, Mutiny. <laughs> so when he had recently take Jose- taken Josephine up, he had like asked her, and she was like, "Yeah, well, you know, the other ones are like planning to do all this, but I kind of squashed that because it didn't make any sense." And he was like, "Oh, okay, I see how it is." So of course, Gary is fucking pissed, and oh, Josephine geez. is like trying to keep herself on his good side. Debbie is pissed, and he comes downstairs and he says something to Debbie and Jacqueline about like, "I heard about you. What plan. are you guys trying to do?" Uh-huh. He ends up. Hooking up a hose to the sink that's in the basement, filling up the hole with water. He throws 
Jacqueline and Debbie into this hole of water. Mind you, it's February in Philly. It's fucking cold. cold. They're in a basement of like this paper thin fucking house. And he's filling up the hole with water. They still have their chains on and everything. And Debbie and Jacqueline are in the hole. He ends up getting like an extension cord wire that's still plugged in. He like cuts the wire in half and he strips the wires and he starts electrocuting them. He starts touching the, the wire. Water. No, he starts touching the wire to their chains. So it's like oh shocking my them because he's trying to get them to like behave. He's like, this is my way of getting you to behave. Like I'm basically torturing you till you chill the fuck out. Yeah. So, but this was Josephine and Deborah. you're saying that no, he... No, Jackie. Jackie. Jackie and Debbie. Because Josephine's like his his main squeeze at this so point. So where's Lisa? Lisa's just... Oh, she's just, she's just chilling in the background. Okay. Yeah, Lisa, right, right. Lisa's not really... She's, she's not a squeaky wheel. Yeah, basically. She's, she's just hanging out. She's not his favorite, but she's not an She's not. Agitator. She's not on the, the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So she's just kind of, she's probably like one tier underneath of Josephine, but you don't really hear too much of Josephina. Josephina or Josephine? Josephina. Oh my gosh. Sorry. This woman. I'm sorry. My (laughs) English just no good. Anyway, Gary's electrocuting them. And then because his main girl, he wants her in on it. So he tells her to grab the liars from him. So she's kind of like, she even said, she's like, I was just kind of like, lightly touching it like I wasn't doing it too much because like I didn't want to hurt them but I needed him to also believe like I'm on his side like I got your back right so she's like kind of touching it to the wires well to the chains and um Gary leaves to go do something like to go get something from upstairs and at this point Jacqueline Jackie is like yelling like you need to stop something's wrong with Debbie something's wrong with Debbie Josephina starts yelling and she's like Get ready. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to like scream into the mic. She's like, get So like he comes running down and he ends up getting her out of there. Debbie's dead. Debbie died from electrocution. And in so this is like like a month later after Sandy passed. Because uh, you said March. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, too. Yeah. It's not too far after. So he passed away in. February? You're right. Yeah. It was the end of February? February 7th. You said February 7th. I'm writing this down. I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to be good and (laughs) and learn about this. Yeah. So Sandy died February 7th. Debbie died on March 19th. Yeah. So a little over a month. March 19th of 87. All right. All right. So, yeah, he gets Debbie out of the hole. He gets Jackie out of the hole. What? Okay. No, 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 no. No, keep on going because I want to. What? Jackie. She's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he took her out of the hole. Yeah. Yeah. No, so keep on going. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, keep Jackie's on going. still alive. Yeah, I, I um, understand this. But yeah, so Gary's whole thing, like when he's being interviewed after he gets arrested, he's like, I never intended to kill anyone. Like, I didn't want to kill her. But Jackie kind of has it in her head that it's Josephine that killed Debbie because when she could look up and see through that little hole on that board underneath the, that was over the hole, because he put the board up there and he saw Josephine with the wires. Like she saw her electrocuting them. So in her head, she's like, no, that bitch did it. And like, she has this whole like, I image I don't know like in her head that 
Josephina was basically like living out her fantasies of being a murderer without taking the blame and like saying like he made me do it. Right. And there's honestly like the things that I have heard after this as well, which I feel like Lorraine and I kind of discussed a little bit before when we were talking about this is that a lot of people kind of felt that way because she was constantly helping him. And even though she, it was to stay on his good side. So that way she wasn't being tortured herself. Yeah. Um, it was like her defense mechanism. It was, yeah. how, it was her way to survive. And like psychologists even like talked about this case and they were like, no, like she was very smart. She was just giving into what he wanted so to that, survive. Yeah, to survive. Right. That was her survival. But a lot of people, because obviously not being in the same situation and stuff like that, you don't know like how you're going to react. And some girls got very defensive. Some girls, you know, they, they were acting out because they wanted to be free. They didn't want to be in there. Then you have, like we said, Lisa, who's right, just coasting right under the radar. Right. And then you have Josefina, who's like, I'm doing whatever it takes to help me survive because I want to, I want to get out. I want to outlive this situation. Yeah. 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 So after Gary got them out of the hole, he ended up getting a piece of paper and he told Josephina, like, come over here. I need you to write something. He made her write Gary Heidnick and Josephina Riviera electrocuted Debbie Dudley in the basement of 3520 North Marshall Street and killed her. And he made her sign it and he signed it. So it was kind of like if something happens, like where they, like he gets found out, like she signed this confession, she's going down with him. So it was also kind of his way of being like, well, I know you're not going to tell on me because you killed her too. And you signed this confession. So I know you're not going to go against me. And it doesn't really work out for him in the end. (laughs) (laughs) So same day, Gary tells Josephina like, hey, let go get in the car like he ended up like unchaining her and like getting her dressed and everything and like told her to get into the car and she's like where ow, are ow, we I just going threw my back out. jesus <laughs> i saw that like i saw you like twitch and like the whole freaking thing shake <laughs> I to all right but, grabs car keys gets her dressed yeah so she's then wtf where are we going yeah so she hears, like, she's in the passenger seat of the car, and she's like, oh, shit. And she hears, like, this thump, and he's putting Debbie's body into the trunk. She's kind of like, where are we going? And he's not really saying too much, but she saw, like, a map of New Jersey. Gary drives with Josephina and Debbie in the trunk and goes to a park in New Jersey, ends up just dumping Debbie's body there. And, like, Josephina said she was totally convinced that, like, she was going to be shoved in the park with her like he was gonna kill her but she was like i could see him and i could hear like the leaves crunching and like he just so he took debbie out left josephina in the trunk no other way josephina is in the passenger seat oh okay debbie was in the trunk debbie's dead right 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 right. yeah so he just took josephina as like uh you did this too so you need to help me but she literally didn't do anything she just rode in the car okay Basically to say she was there an accomplice kind of thing. Like yeah, she yeah, witnessed yeah. all yeah. of it go down. Of course. Mm-hmm. At this point, like Gary is freaking out because two of them have died. 
because Sandy died, Debbie dies. He's pretty sure Sandy was pregnant. And he's like, I need to find more girls. On the way back from Jersey, like, he's talking to Josefina and he's like, I need you to help me find more girls and this and that. Like, we're going to go out on the streets. You're going to help me get someone. In her head, this is like her moment. She's like, okay, I'll help you. But if I help you, I need to go see my family. Cause like, it's been a while, it's been a couple months. And I just like, I just want to go see them so they can like, know that I'm doing okay. That like, everything's okay. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Make All that right. face. Yeah. So he's <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. Like we can, we can do that. Why wouldn't we do that? And straight up, they get back to the house. It's the 24th of March and Gary puts the remaining girls down into the hole. They talk about the whole situation again upstairs. Cause Jackie said like she heard them and she was like, this bitch is going out with him to get more girls. So that was at the point where it like solidified in her mind that like Josephine is a hundred percent on Gary's side. Like she's going to kill us. We're right. all going to die. Like, like she's just, ugh. like, I feel so bad for all of them. Cause it's just like, uh, like they're all trying to help each other get out and like Josephine has her own little plan and everyone else is just so like just kill them <laughs> like to get right. out yeah. but yeah. it's just like you need to be a little bit smarter than that <sighs> well and on and and you think about it how long was Josephina there before the other girls were there too she's yeah she's so she forever. was there by herself for so yeah, for, much longer yeah. than the other girls. So she kind of picked up on his habits. It wasn't so much longer. It was only a week. Okay, fine. Yeah. But she still <laughs> yeah. had that. When you see how, how fast well, yeah. between her, I mean, between her and Sandy and the next one, it was, you know, about a good month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Before and the, Lisa came in. Well, and that's what I was going to say. She had that week. Yeah. To kind of see his personality and how everything yeah. goes and stuff like that. So she's like, okay. Yeah. This is okay. This is not okay. And that was, like, another thing that uh, she said she did because, like, when he was doing his introductions, he, like, she realized that Sandy has known him for a while. So she would kind of ask Sandy things about him. Right. So she learned about him and, like, learned, like, what had happened in his past with, like, the family and the kids and all that stuff. Yeah. So she kind of figured out ways to kind to just be on his side and be sensitive towards those things so he would fall for it faster. Yeah. I guess. Like the opposite of Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, not the opposite, but like role reversal of that. Yeah. March 24th, girls are back in the hole. He takes Josephina out. They're just driving around Philly looking for another girl. And she passed a girl that she knew. She said she didn't know her personally, but they grew up like on the same block. Like they lived around the same area. Her name is Agnes. Gary told her like, okay, that's who we're going to do. She helped her. She helped him pick her up. And after he was finished with her, he was like, we'll go see your family after that. They finished having sex in the house. Josephina's sitting down in the living room, just sitting, I guess, listening to things happen. And then he ends up just dragging Agnes downstairs and locking her up. She was like, that was my way of proving myself to him. I helped him get rid of Debbie, which she really didn't. She just Drove, sat in the car. In the car. Yeah. yeah. And then she helped him pick up Agnes. She was like, okay, we're going to go see my family now. And he was like, yeah, you know, I told you. That's what we're going to go do. She's so fucking smart. Like, I I admire yes. her yeah. so much for this. 
So she she's talking to him and she's like, okay, Gary, like, I understand you want to see my family. Like, you want to meet our family. Like, she she even says in the interview, like, she keeps saying our family to kind of, like, put that into his head that, like, she's there with him. She was like, my family's going to be a little upset that I've been gone for so long and I haven't really contacted them. And, like, if I show up with you, I don't want them to take it out on you because it's not your fault. Like, I'm here with you. And so I at least want them to get that out on me. And then once we're past all that, I'll come back and get you. She was like, I don't live too far from this gas station. So just park here and I'll come back and get you. Yep. When it's time to, like, go. So she tells him that there's a gas station at 6 and Garage. So basically where he fucking picked her up. And she was like, in my head, I knew around the corner was a payphone. She's like, I remember there being a payphone around the corner from this gas station. So he drops her off and she's like walking. She's like, I'm trying to be normal and I'm walking. And I see the payphone and I'm running and I'm pressing 911 because like it, you don't have to pay for it. Right. So she calls from the payphone and she's like explaining to dispatch what's happening. They don't fucking believe her. She explains it like several times. She's like, I just ran away. This guy's been keeping me in this basement for months. There's other girls here. And they're like, we don't believe you. A dispatch car like pulls up next to her because she tells them where they're at. And they don't believe her. Like, they're like, okay, are you a prostitute? And she's like, yeah, I am. But what does that have to do with anything? And they're like, okay, did he not pay you? Is that what this is about? Like, you want him to be arrested because he didn't pay you? She's like, no. Like, I'm telling you, he kidnapped me and there's other women in here. And then one of the guys was finally, like, got his head out of his ass and was like, well, you said he had a muffler clamp on your leg, right? And she's like, yeah. He told her to pull up her pants leg and she did. And you could see all the bruising and, like, the peeled skin from the muffler right. clamp. And he's like, what the fuck? So at this point... They knew she wasn't lying. Like, there was some credibility to it. Yeah. They were like, okay, well, where is he? And she's like, he's at the gas station around the corner. And they're like, okay, well, if we take you to him, can you identify him? So they put her in the back of the police car, and they pull up, and they park right behind him so he can't leave. And they were like, is that him? And she's like, yes. So he gets arrested. And she was like, the look on his face was like, I should have killed this bitch when I had the chance. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> like, it was so crazy. I literally have goosebumps. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah. I, no, I, and I, like, she said that, like, the whole time it was happening, she was, like, freaking out because she she was like, it was taking me so long to come back. And I was so afraid he was going to come around the corner and, like, and see, see me on the phone and, right. like, see everything happening. And then he was just going to come kill me or, like, something Can, yeah take her back take and her back and then away from the phone and, and then just kill her there and yeah. like they take them down to the precinct and their case like they're in the precinct for 16 hours they keep bouncing them around from like i guess group to group i don't know what to call like investigator to investigator because no one wanted to take the case because no one believed her no one believed anything that she was saying. So Did they not go and try and find the other women? No. Because at this point, they don't know whether or not she's credible because she's a sex worker. So they've been... Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they believe her because of the chain marks around her ankles. But then they take them down and like they're just like, mm, no, we're just going to kind of keep you guys here and question you. And then so they finally get... Oh my God, what's her name? Because she's... 
amazing. I don't remember her name. I'll find it later. They finally get one of the ladies who... At the precinct. Yeah, at the precinct. She's... They're like, okay, we have this case. You're the last people we can ask. And she's like, fine, I'll go talk to the lady. She's also... She's African-American. She works there. She's, like, one of the only fucking women that work there. So she's like, yeah, I'll go talk to her and I'll, like, figure like figure out if this is, like, a legitimate thing or not. And she was like, the moment I saw her and started talking to her, I just knew from the look in her eyes, like, we need to go. We need to go there now. And she's like, and the one thing that really stuck with me is, like, she just kept asking is someone going to go check on the other girls? Someone needs to go there now and go look for those girls. Someone needs to take care of Like, there's no one there. Like, we've been gone for too long. At this point, they were gone for 16 hours while those other girls are just in the basement, not knowing what's Chained happening. Chained up, not yeah. knowing. Yeah. The investigator ends up going to the house with an entire group of people. What are those called? Police... I don't know. I was going to say fleet, but I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Squad. Yeah. Squad up. <laughs> Squad up. Yes. Oh, nice. You have it on your shirt and I can't even think. Uh, Police but, squad. Yeah. But yeah, so they end up going to the house and they're just like, okay. And they start looking around the house and like, it's nothing unusual for the most part. I mean, they did find the body parts still. In the pot. In the pot. In the freezer, in the fridge, and then they get downstairs. And she, when she was retelling it, she was like, "It still breaks my heart and makes me so fucking mad just thinking about it." She's like, "I walk downstairs and there's just these three black girls chained up to a pipe, and they're so skinny, they're all naked, freezing and shivering, and just huddled together." And like, um, Jackie said, like she saw her. She's like, "I saw this woman. She's like this." beautiful black lady with these big pink lips because she wears this really bright pink lipstick and she's like i just wanted to jump up and scream and like hug her and say you're the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life oh my gosh and so they ended up like getting them um the lady tells the police officers like put blankets on all of them like this is ridiculous so it is motherfucker this is what we get for living in cow country (laughs) (laughs) courtesy of Whatever redneck that was. Oh, can't say that. I can't say that. My bad. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) so we'll just put a big old beep on top of that. (laughs) So anyway. But it's not the beep. They can't think it is. Anyway. Go ahead. They. Blankets um, on these women. So they have blankets on the women and they end up interviewing all the women. Like they take them upstairs and Jackie said that they had to basically carry her upstairs because she couldn't walk. At this point, I think Jackie's about five, six, and she weighed close to 50 or 60 pounds. What? From all the weight she had lost from not being able to eat. Holy crap. So she was basically, she called herself skin hanging off of bones i was gonna say that's like a skeleton that's yeah like yeah. what your skeleton would weigh yeah the, the, and they all were in the same condition even josephina who was the favorite and got better food than everyone else but it was like gary didn't necessarily feed them every day he would feed them when he wanted to so and he would always tell them like you need to eat this because you don't know when your next meal is going to be jesus yeah and according to the girls after uh 
Sandy had died and all of that stuff went down with the food. That was one of the last meals they eat and come to find out the meal that they had was Sandy. Oh my god. What? And you know, I I like figured that that might happen, but in my head I was like, no. Why would he do that? He's just do doing the shit to just get rid of the body. Like, yeah, no. Uh, so they are pretty, oh. like, the girls were pretty sure that they ate Sandy, and, like, Jackie was like, you know what, as messed up as this may sound, I just want to say thank you to Sandy, because without her, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't be, alive be alive, because I ate her. It yeah. was nourishment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But they said there's no substantial information to say that they actually ate her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, they get the girls out of there, and now it's time for, like, they're doing the investigation and everything, and we're at the trial. Are you excited? When is this? So, they are... Hold on. I copied the thing. So, wait. So, Agnes Agnes is kidnapped on March 23rd, 1987. Right. And she is rescued 16 hours later on the same day. So the first girl was kidnapped on November 25th of 86. That was Josephine. They were all rescued who was alive on March 23rd, 1987. So in how much is that? Like four months. Yep. He had kidnapped six women. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And uh, Jackie said that when they were leaving the house... The whole neighborhood was there, and everyone was, like, cheering and so excited for them. And Jackie was like, I was just pissed. I was so fucking mad because it's like, you're clapping, and you're excited for us getting out of here, but you're his fucking neighbors. And And not once did you hear the screams. Not once did you hear our cries for help. And you're sitting here like, oh, my God. I can't believe you made it. And, like, they're all, like, Dang you, not Betty. Yeah. Yeah. No. So she still don't remember her name. Doris. 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 (laughs) Yeah, Doris. But they, but the police even said, like, when you got into the house, like, the heater was, like, constantly running. It was over 90 degrees, like, in the house. And everything that made noise, TVs, fans, radios, everything was on as loud as it could be. So he was draining out the noise from the girls yelling. Fine. So, like, I mean, if I was Doris, I still would have fucking called the cops. Because, like, she has paper-thin walls. You can hear that all fucking day. She got used to it after a while. If there's no noise ordinance, does she really have a case? I mean, no fucking no. Wow. But, yeah. (sighs) We're on to the trial. And at this point, Chuck Peruto is Gary's lawyer. He is uh-huh. trying to get Gary to take, like, an insanity plea. And Gary's like, no, I'm not fucking crazy. I'm not taking an insanity plea. And, like, no, I'm not. He- okay. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, we're still not shooting for the insanity plea, even though he's been in and out of mental institutions for how long? He was- and this man clearly just doesn't think that he's crazy. No, like I- I'm he- not crazy. The whole world is crazy. Yeah, no, even he though- he was like, I'm not insane. And like they even had someone come in and do like a psychology test on them on him, and they were like, not really. Oh, what? Yeah, gross. Yeah, no. Okay. Anyway, yeah. They, yeah. 
everyone was, everyone was always like talking about it and like uh doris the neighbor she had saw chuck like going into the house and when he was coming out she was like i don't understand like mr peruto like why are you making gary look like that because at this point like gary was always very clean cut he was a minister he kept up his appearances he was riding around in his cadillac doris confronts mr chuck and was like you're making him look like charles manson that was my philly accent and that was really bad. Just shut up. I can't do Philly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> shut up, Merle. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Meryl. It's Merle. Anyway, Doris. whatever. So, and, like, Doris is, like, slightly upset that she that Chuck is making him look like Charles Manson. But he's like, that's my whole point. That's what I'm going for. But Gary wasn't going for it. Like, I mean, Gary obviously did it. But he was like, I'm not crazy. I'm not insane. Like, that's Gary. And, like, yeah, he's a fucking idiot. I don't know. A lot of the neighborhood people were just, like, when we saw Gary on trial, we were all like, what the hell? Like, he was so clean and, like, well-kept. And, like, the whole neighborhood was like, this is not how Gary is. Charlie Gallagher was, I think he was a forensic specialist. And he was like, there was a belief that they were, like, feeding the girls body parts of Sandra mixed up with dog food. But, like, we examined, like, the cuisine arts, like, food processor that he had and other stuff in the kitchen. So they found no physical evidence that way that they had eaten Sandy. Uh But, I mean, who's to say he fucking dog processed it? Right. Like, food dog processed. Food processed it. Yeah. And, like, Chuck is, like, at this point, I'm thinking, no, he's crazy. If you make your victims eat human flesh, you're sadistic. If you eat it yourself, you're insane. But, like, it didn't make sense. Like, I just wanted to prove him insane and say that he was a cannibal. Like, he had started trying to leak it on its own that Gary was a cannibal as well as, like, a sadistic fucking asshole. Yeah. So then he could be, like crazy i'm sorry i'm just i i saw your little head shake i know i was trying to process it no 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 i'm just okay charlie oh no 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 no. okay 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 so charlie is the he's the lawyer not the forensic guy sorry mubby people Um, so he is prosecutor he's a prosecutor he was like, prosciutto basically said that gary's crazy it's clear he crazy and like he crazy He's crazy. And it would have been a tougher case if, like, Chuck had a better psychiatrist to put him on, like, to do him with. He didn't. And, like, he said, like, the main thing that, like, made Gary kind of, like, snap was that he had two siblings and they were born 17 months apart and Gary was struggling with being the younger brother, which was why he snapped. Is this called a Lorraine complex? Because I feel like it's... Yo, I will... Sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's six years younger than me. Okay. Anyway. Just let it let it ride, Leslie. Don't fucking... No, I'm... <laughs> I know. I, I forgot that the dad remarried. So they had another... No. Kid. No. no because Terry was only a couple... Like, a little less than a year and a half older. So he I was, know, like, I know, but you struggling. said two siblings. You yeah. did say two siblings. Oh, I don't fucking know that's why i got confused i'm like where did this other sibling come from i haven't heard anything about a second sibling and you said she yeah no okay (laughs) sorry i'm so confused no linda started talking about me no okay so it says (laughs) 
Clancy, <laughs> Clancy McKenzie, who is the psychiatrist, he came up with some theory about two siblings and the fact that they were born 17 months apart. Gary was struggling. Oh. Yeah. And it didn't make sense. Right, 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 right. Okay. Clearly because she's having trouble processing them. Yeah, I feel like she's traumatized. I feel like we really messed her up, you guys. <laughs> He is like the first one we were doing. I'm going to be so. You're, you're not necessarily desensitized, but you'll be able to com- compartmentalize better. Will I? I don't no. Think she will. No. I don't think she will at all. Z- no, because I'm going gonna... to hear all about it. Like, they made me listen to this again. Duke. <laughs> 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 so. Anyway, so they tried to bring up the fact that he, like, had the 22 legitimate hospitalizations for mental issues, and he was diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. He was on a lot of schizophrenic medications. He had been examined by MDs and a lot of different people with PhDs over the years, and, like, all of his suicide attempts that had happened. Which, I mean, yeah, let's just... Touch yeah. base on that really quick because I feel like the attempted suicides will also do a lot to the brain because constantly yeah. cutting you off wanna, the oxygen. You want to listen to how okay. he tried? So at one time, he took over a 1,000 milliliters of Thorazine, which is like a mental health medication, but it was like in liquid form. Uh, he drank a quart of vodka and he put a hose inside of his car from his exhaust. But that's not a real suicide attempt, apparently, according to them. Wait, how? I don't know. I don't know. Wait, but- back up. Wait, say that again, because I'm I'm having trouble processing this. What was that again? Wait, he did this all for 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 one for one time for one time one time. This is what he did one time. He took. Uh, okay, I thought these were all separate no. occasions that he went. No, in no, 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 no. This is all like, one no. time. Okay, he took a thousand milliliters of Thorazine, which is a liquid medication for mental uh-huh. health. He drank a quart of vodka, and uh-huh. then from his exhaust, he put a hose into his car. Yeah, so, like, the whole window thing. Yeah. Shut it in, mm-hmm. and then, like, turn the car on. Yeah. 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 So, and like, said, he should have been able to... Yeah, no, we're not going to go into that because we don't need people knowing how to... But anyway, yeah. Yeah, no. But, yeah, they said that that wasn't a real suicide attempt. That That is yeah, unbelievable. Okay. That but. was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was one of... His hospitalizations, and he was discharged same day. And then, right after that was when he had, like, one of his first sexual assaults that he never got charged with because no one ever said anything that they don't really know about. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he had paranoid delusions that he had till the day he died. But he's not insane. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like, of course, the prosecutor had, like, a really good... Like, he was just like, they made it so he wasn't insane. I mean, Gary was denying that he was insane. And then the prosecutor was like, no, he's not. Because what insane person can literally trade stocks and make this much money? And then also... A motherfucking genius. That's who. Yeah. (laughs) And then also he can talk down the car dealership so much money and come up with a brand new Cadillac right out, like, right off the showroom floor. And then all this stuff. So, like... I guess in a good way, they got him not on an insanity plea because then his charge, like, his- so then his charges would actually stick and that yeah. way he doesn't get off on an insanity yeah. plea. Because if he was 
found insane. He would have got off on the insanity plea, and it would have been like that. Lesser charges. Like right. with Alberta when he got out after three fucking years. Yeah, like but they probably would just would have institutionalized him for life. But so again, I'm not really sure how any of that works. But I yeah. feel like, I mean, he definitely wouldn't have been doing life for the what was it? The two people, yeah, that he killed. Mm-hmm. He he would have just been in an yeah. institution. Yeah, and like so, they ended up finding Gary guilty of the murders and the kidnapping and the raping and the sexual assault and the torture and everything. His sentencing, he was sentenced to death. And he never tried to appeal it. Like, his lawyer was like, no, you've got to. And one of his kids that got taken away forever ago actually tried to help him appeal it. And it kind of started to go through, but he was like, no, I don't want to appeal it. Like, this is how I want to go out. And uh, <laughs> because he's not insane. Yeah. Right? Like, and then I, I wish people could have seen that hard eye roll. I just, ugh. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, um, my bad. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All right. Well, no. Anyways. Oh, no. And how long after the trial was, we'll get there. Okay. So. <laughs> So Chuck Chuck said that he was extremely frustrated with Gary because he's like, as his lawyer, like, I want him to appeal this. I want, like, the charges to get lowered or something or, like, his sentencing. And, like, Gary's like, no, I'm not appealing this. Like, Chuck was like, well, I guess it makes sense because Gary is a smart guy. Now Chuck is saying Gary's smart after Chuck is like, nah, brah, you're insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't. I I know. You can't deny the fact that he was actually in, like, okay. He was IQ tested. He was a genius, but that doesn't mean you're smart. You can still be a fucking idiot, which she obviously. Yeah, was. but that's that's like two different. I know. That's... He's shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, whatever. Gary knew he wasn't gonna get acquitted. He didn't have the motivation to like fight the death sentence, so he didn't. <laughs> this is a quote from the man of the hours himself. Where is it? Motherfucker. So on April 14th, uh-huh. 1997, Gary oh. is still alive, everyone. No. Well, then, in 97, he was. He said, you people think I committed murders that I have not committed, and I refuse to appeal my case. I still refuse, even though I can prove my innocence, right? I still refuse to appeal my case. I resent this kind of shit being done to a disabled veteran. What? I was like, (laughs) you want me to read that to you again? (laughs) Yes, please read it back. So um, let me get my say it louder for the people in the back because let me they didn't hear this. Let me get correctly the first time. (laughs) Let me let me adjust my headphones so I can hear this again. Yeah. So (laughs) this is Mr. Gary Heidnick in a stay of execution hearing on April fourteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, fourteenth. I thought you said nineteenth. No. You people think I committed murders that I have not committed, and I have refused to appeal my case. I still refuse, even though I can prove my innocence, right? And I still refuse to appeal my case. I resent this kind of shit being done to a disabled veteran. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it has nothing to do with you being a disabled veteran, you fucking asshole. It has to do with you raping and murdering women and keeping them in fucking holes uh, <laughs> and this is 10 years <laughs> 10 years has passed that he's in jail court 
He's in he's in jail waiting his execution. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he ten, has ten years, and he's still what? And not and and he chooses not to. I feel like if you felt that there was some wrongdoing in all of this, you would want to appeal that because you've been wronged, right? Right, but he wasn't Correct. wrong. He was a sadistic fucking asshole who tortured. Six but he feels women. like he has been wrong. Yeah, he's just a narcissist. No shit. Just saying. Just yeah, okay. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you feel like you have been wrong, then that's what the appeal is for. Are you angry, bro? I'm angry. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, I know. I fucking watched it like 12 times and I read so many articles, so many YouTube videos. And every time I was just like, I hope he dies. And I'm like, oh, but he does die. But I, oh, Ooh, like literally I wish listening they, like, to just the, for him. I wish they had the firing squad. Ugh. But okay. It, like seriously listening to the shit that comes out of his mouth. This is as bad. I'm telling you, we're obviously we're not going to cover this because this is an East coast, but, um, Oh my god, now I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. But the the clown killer? Oh, um oh my god, I just watched that shit on the Yes. Air. Oh my Fuck. god, why can't I think of his name? I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you you Oh my god. Hold on. I need a uh, John Wayne Gacy. Okay, yeah. so John Wayne Gacy. I watched a documentary on this little motherfucker. Right. And they have him talking. They have like video of him yeah. talking. I wanted to strangle him every time he opened his mouth because he's like, it wasn't me. I never did. And I don't know what happened in my own home. Other people lived there. Yeah. It wasn't me. And I'm like, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just had people digging holes in my crawl space. I didn't, I didn't know, know someone was going to put dead bodies in there. I had no idea they were gonna put dead bodies yeah, no, in there he's a fucking asshole but that's another asshole for a time we won't cover because he's not on the east coast yeah he's not on the east coast okay. maybe we'll expand one day maybe maybe we'll, we'll see we'll it. see we'll, we'll see, see. Oh, my blood pressure just went up so high thinking about that okay now. so gary heidnick's execution yep because now we did are here. he have never mind continue what just it's okay, okay. we'll figure it out in a so, second so one of the girls actually attended. Jacqueline, she attended. Good. Um, she said that she thought it was going to bring her some kind of peace. No. And it didn't. There was no, like... It's just no over. closure. Yeah, that, no, that word. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing like that. Yeah, no, that fucking sucks. I mean, I, I don't... I don't know if I'd want to go to... I mean, like, I can understand why she would want to go because you're seeing the man that had put you through so much in such a short amount of time, like over and i feel like a lot of people a lot of people feel that way like with with murderers and stuff like that you're yeah. like no they deserve it they deserve their death that's yeah, what right. we want that's how we yeah. feel like that's going to close the whole thing but then yeah. it kind of leaves other questions unopened i mean unanswered yeah well and like they had even said like the girls were like i would have rathered him spend life in prison and be tortured that way like we were tortured yeah instead of kind of what they called the easy way out of- yeah but I'm like, oh. he was in jail for ten years, though. Yeah, yeah. And was but he? Still, it doesn't. Did he? Was he tortured? No, he wasn't. He wasn't locked in a basement with fucking muffler shit on his ankles and yeah. raped and 
I mean, I don't know about the rape. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I starved to death. Yeah. Yeah. Beaten because they couldn't fucking eat a piece of bread. Fucking asshole. <sighs> anyway. That, well. <sighs> okay. So, Gary Heidnick was executed by lethal injection on January 6th of 1999. Uh, this is this is a huge debate. I, I don't. I, that, that's something that I don't even want to get As into. As of but. this year. He was the last person to be executed in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and he remains the th- remains the third of only three people to be executed in Pennsylvania since the resumption of the death penalty. So, like, they he could have not been killed, like mm-hmm. yeah. lethal injected, yeah, but he wanted to be because they had kind of taken away that law after. After his trial, yeah. So between the trial and uh-huh. the yeah. his actual death, they outlawed it, and he was okay. just like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, give it to me because I ain't insane." <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> right. I'm an innocent, disabled vet. Ah, fuck it to me. Oh, yeah, man. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what really grinds on your ears. So something. Something that I wanted to do at the end of episode, and uh, end of episode that was <laughs> the end of each episode. The end of each episode is I am going to give information about a missing person from the city of the story that we talked about, I guess, or the crime that we talked about, right. or whatever. I have found a young lady. Her name is Brianna Hamilton Boyd. She's 15 years old. She was last seen 4 p.m. Wednesday, May 19th of 2021 at the 2600 block of Bonifin Street. She weighs 116 pounds. She's thin. She's really pretty. She's so cute. She has light brown, a light brown complexion, dark black hair, brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a black and gray Nike outfit, pink Nike sandals, and a blue scarf. Her cell phone pinged at Olney Recreation Center off of Godfrey Avenue on Thursday, May 20th. But if you have any information about her whereabouts, you are to contact Southwest Detective Division in Philly. The number is 215-686-3183. Or you can just contact like the general 911. And what was the number again? 215-686-3183. 3183. And I'm going to post her picture up on our Instagram and Facebook and everything. Okay. And I'm going to have it linked. But she's so adorable. Look at her. She is. Her I name just... is Brianna Hamilton Boyd. Oh, I dropped oh my it in my life. She's super cute. And like in the picture, her hair is in braids, but it says she has a ponytail. So I don't know if it was like her braids in a ponytail or whatever, but right. she's super cute. Yeah. So if you guys have like anyone that you want us to like, either just post like i'm probably gonna post someone like every day because lord knows there's so many missing people right it's so depressing but i'll probably post one like every day on our social so like if you have anyone that you know or just like someone like around your area and you just kind of want to get it out there we'll post that to our social media as well and we can also kind of just give information at the end of our episodes but yeah 
Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks Hopefully. for joining us. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't too bad. <laughs> and I oh, wait, 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 hold on, because I kind of want to do this, too. We're going to reveal what the person looks like to Leslie. Oh, yeah. So oh, my gosh. I forgot is, already. You have this, the picture? I have the picture, have the picture pulled up. Yeah. Sorry, so. you guys. I totally forgot. Oh, my God. I almost closed my laptop. Look at all my is- notes. So I was trying to keep track. I did, like, a sort of timeline. I almost closed my Gary. laptop. And we're you never spelt his last name. Oh, oh my God. That was like a huge fucking part of the case. I totally forgot. I skipped my notes so much. So like one of the reasons why like he never actually fucking got arrested when the family came up is because, okay, they didn't fucking know how to spell his last name. And like back in like the eighties, they didn't have like all those things. to like, it was paper trails. Yeah. It was like, like in their cars, like they do now. Right. And so they didn't know whether or not to spell it H-I-E or H-E-I or H-E-Y. So every time they kept doing it, they kept fucking bringing up something that either didn't exist. So like, and then, hello, Merle was what his church was underneath of. Right. I know, Merle. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm not saying anything about how you pronounce it. (laughs) Pronounce it. It was this whole fucking thing. Oh, my God. But, yeah, no. And the the one prosecutor was like, that's just what you call lazy fucking detectives. And I was like, oh, something. Whoops. Yeah. I mean, I I forgot to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I fucking dropped my shit. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So we're gonna show Leslie. So wait, how do you spell his name? You still haven't fucking (laughs) spelled his name. This is the. So I'm, I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Gary. Yes. With a G. G A R Y. Y. Last name is Hyde. Nick. H E I D as in David and as in Nancy. I K as in Kevin. All right. Yeah. Mister Hyde. Nick. <laughs> Girl, be ready to have your mind blown. Okay, no, because I should. Wait, can I record it? it? Can I? Record I'm recording it? it right now. So I mean, that's up to you. Okay, we're gonna post right. the video of Leslie. Okay, hold on. Show okay. us your picture. This is my picture of Mr. Gary and my little notes. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so show I have Leslie. It. All right. All right. So are you ready for this? Because I think it's pretty on point. Okay. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. All I got was man, creeper. Okay. From Ohio. From Ohio. And all I got was I asked about the eyes. I I asked about the eyes and you said tiny, tiny eyes and a misshapen head from him falling. I mean. When he was a kid. All right. Ready? Okay. It's it's pretty on point. Okay. All oh, right. Yeah. Let like, me it's see. Not, <laughs> I mean. I mean, it's not. I'm not. No. Like, my forehead is not yeah, big enough. Yeah, your forehead. You, the mouth is pretty close. Well, I mean, you look at it, the mouth, the eyes, and the, like, I feel like the general shape of the head. I mean, the chin comes in a little bit more, but. Well, he's got a, he's got a beard, isn't it? Yeah, doesn't make I yeah. feel yeah. like you took the head injury to another extreme. <laughs> <laughs> a, a flooding, a flat, flattening, a head flattening. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't really see it from there, but okay. All right, yeah, all right. I mean, I feel like. Like, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. That that was Yeah. <laughs> so that that's pretty I don't know. I feel 
I felt good about that one. I yeah. felt uh, about her picture. Yeah. Yeah. I, so we'll see what the next story brings. Of yes. Who, who you can draw. Oh my God. We got to do like a ghost or like a cryptid or something. We have tons of cryptids on the East Coast. So yeah. we got to do something like that. Oh, I'm not, I'm not good at paranormal, but all right. I mean, you just gotta draw, draw a little No, 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 no. It's not even that. Like, my, my brain can't handle oh, paranormal. Girl, I mean, it's barely handling this, but yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I already started saying my goodbyes like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, no. Well, I know. We again, had to like yeah, wrap it up again. I mean, and yeah. It's probably going to happen, you know, more than once. We're Mexican. We I was going to say that's the Mexican. Times. Yeah, that's the Mexican goodbye. Yeah, we I have to say it. Yeah. We got to do it again. And it's not just Mexican. It's just a whole bunch of whatever. Anyways. But yeah, no, you, you know, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. This is Leslie. Linda and Lorraine. And we'd like to say thank you for listening to us once again and about our Lorraine's little story about Gary. It's uh, kind of disturbing, but <laughs> we'll be back next week. Yep. And yep. don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're going to probably post that video of Leslie seeing her amazing picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 100%. I don't know. Wherever social media. Yep, and if you want to email us any story suggestions, remember it has to be East Coast. Uh, do it at eastcoastcreepin at gmail.com. Yeah, just the the crime or paranormal activity that happens itself has to be East Coast, but if the person starts off somewhere else, then it's not necessarily an issue. It yeah. just has to come be, the activity has to happen on the East Coast side. So. Yep, okay. All right, thanks, guys. Have Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin. Our cover art is by Leslie Lozano. Music is from Premium Beat and editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at East Coast Creepin Podcast. See ya!